What's up gamers? This is Chris and welcome to episode 12 of Horton Brothers Grimm. Episode 12! Yes! Oh. oh shit, you woke me up with all the yelling. We gotta wake, <laughs> we always gotta wake Zach up every time. He's always asleep. Sorry. We do record these after 10 o'clock central time every time, so it's understandable. Everybody's been busy all day. Yeah. But I hope, I hope my, everybody's doing And my chair is well. comfy. He's got a nice pillow in his chair. Two of them. Mm, <laughs> deluxe. Deluxe. The old, he's got the old Gramps version of a computer chair. That's what no, he's got. It's, it's not a grandfather chair. It, uh, it's got two it pillows. Does rec- it does recline, though. Does it have the little beaded back where you could <laughs> Dude, adjust? Uh, the right. bamboo massager, huh? Okay, if you guys know where I can get a bamboo massager for a <laughs> racing-style chair, please put it in the comments below. Hashtag back massage. Wow. <laughs> Hashtag old Gramps massage. Now then we'd, then if we'd you want to go with old Gramps, I guess. Then we'd never get anything out of him. That'd never. be fine. At least uh, I'd be comfortable. It's all about comfort. My comfort. Yours, when you get when you get old, comfort. I don't really care. When you get old, Grandpa, you like him. You have to have comfort, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, thank sure. you for being and, here. And Chris is older than me, so if I'm a grandfather, yeah, I don't need two pillows in my chair. He needs something. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't fall asleep in my chair at the microphone either. Hey, let's not talk about that right now. Hey, as you wish. Let's move on. Let's get into the show. How's everybody doing? Thanks for being here. Uh, of course, we always ask you to leave us a review on iTunes if you're listening there. Five stars, preferably. And leave a little, you know, comment down there. That comment super helps. Let's people know. That's iTunes super knows. Helps? Super helps. It's like Is Super Mario, like but... Superhero? Yeah, Super Mario, super helps. Huh? Same thing. It works both ways. Superfly like Snooker. You. Oh wow, that's a uh, that's throwback. <laughs> Superfly, I think he passed away. But R.I.P. Superfly. Thanks for the bad news. Sorry about that, guys. Hope that didn't depress you. So yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Leave a five star review. Really appreciate it. it helps us out tremendously. Uh, we've got eighteen five star reviews right now. We've had Damn. a little bit of a lull. So if you're listening to this, please pick us up. Let's go. Let's go. We need you. And if you're listening to us on Podbean, Spotify, any other place like that, you can subscribe to us and like us, like each episode, so that'll help people see that, hey, others are enjoying that. About video games, I must listen to it too. Tweet it out. I mean, tweet yeah. it, share it, tell, tell your friends about our show. I think they would enjoy it. If you have Facebook, put it on there. <laughs> yeah. Put it on your face. That would be great, too. But uh, I guess if you want to get that... Uh, right, HBG your across your forehead. That would be great. HBG, mm. boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> but today's episode, we're going to talk about three games. One from the past, one from the present, and one from the future. Well, there, there's a correction. Um, we're going to be talking about multiple retro games. Uh, one of future and uh, one of present. How yes. does that sound? Sounds good. Just this episode right now. Yeah, I'm not not sure about future episodes. This group Uh, of retro games, though, kind of they all kind of just meld together. I mean, you know, one of them sort of looks like the other most of the time. Exactly. And of course, we're talking about Bassmaster Classic. 
yeah. All the fishing games of Nintendo. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, we're just kidding. We're going to bait your hook, and you're going to bite it. Wow. Um, He's a master baiter. Yes, I am. Um, that probably came out wrong. I am. <laughs> how you doing? Let me show you how to bait it and masterfully. Oh, wow. Okay. What? All right. <laughs> And if that doesn't make you change the channel. <laughs> but no, we're going to talk about baseball games for the Nintendo and Super Nintendo games that we've experienced. Uh, we played a baseball. lot of them. Baseball. We were talking about uh, baseball games, I think, the last episode, and we just decided, hey, let's just talk about baseball games for a retro topic. It'd be fun. Yeah. And so that's going to be our retro topic. To the present day game is a game that scott is in love with he loves it <laughs> so much it's called uh, sea of thieves yeah. i'm not sure how much he loves it but uh hashtag uh i don't care <laughs> <laughs> well as you'll see in today we have a new segment but it's an old segment but it's new because it's called scott scorn but it's going to be instead of a him just talking to us and we listen to him. This is a pre-recorded thing that he has already uh, recorded. So that's why it's Since called pre-recorded. It's pre-recorded. Okay. And yep. we're going to talk about it after you guys listen to his scorn. And I think you're going to love it. It's got some awesome music to it. It's got some nice sound effects. It's all dolled up in a nice little package. So it's yep. real fun. There was candlelight, I think. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. There was whining and dining and Masturbation. It was great. No. Um. um what? No. <laughs> um, what? what? Wrong. What? Wrong channel, Chris. Wrong. Wrong channel. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. My bad. So then we're going to talk about the future game, which will be Fallout 76, which I'm very much looking forward to. Yeah. It'll be so awesome. So we'll give you I am also more. looking forward to this game. Well, I thought we all were, but I've never played a Fallout game. Wow. I'm serious. Guys, guys uh, I'll probably cut that part out, but you didn't hear that. But <laughs> but the reason I'm into the new one is for multiplayer. Yes, multiplayer That's Fallout that. has been a thing fans have been wanting for quite some time, and it's now happening. And it's supposed to it, it's supposed to be awesome, and it sounds awesome from all the research I've done on it. And today we're going to be promoing an awesome podcast with some crazy girls. They're called the Grave Girls. The Grave Why Girls they, podcast. They're crazy. They're crazy. They're funny. They're crazy. We gotta they're stay wild. away from them. They're crazy. They, they have a they have a, a very wild podcast. I like it. Um, so you'll hear their promo in today's episode between Sea of Thieves and Fallout seventy six. So check them out. Go check them out. Their link will be down in the description of this very podcast. Okay, so I think we're ready to talk about the first section of today's podcast: baseball games for the NES and Super Nintendo. That's what we're going to talk about today. So, Zach, lead us off. Tell us what you want to say about baseball games. Well, one thing I want to say is Chris the Cheater when it comes to baseball games on Nintendo. Oh, come on. Um, Every time we'd play one of these games, he'd always pick the best team. What? Every single time. These are all lies. If you're playing <laughs> him in this game, you're going to lose. It's just one of those things. Every so, team I picked was the best team because I was the best player. It didn't matter what team I had. I don't know about that. I think you put in cheat codes beforehand. It's, uh, <laughs> it's yeah, the, the, game geni- the game genie sticking out of the front of the Nintendo should have given that away. I guess well, so. 
Well, did, one thing I would do is I would spit on my hands before I hit the B button, so it was a spitball type situation. <laughs> wow. Wow. And he, probably, <laughs> he probably tried to rub boogers on me or something while we were playing oh, and no. missed the ball or something. It's like, he, he's one of those. Yeah, hey. he would do gross things. I'm not into gross things. God gave us boogers to wipe them on people. That's what they're for. Apparently, you're siblings. Yes. <laughs> it's but, a defense mechanism, just like... Uh, a scorpion has a sting. A, a Chris has a booger. Oh, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> one of my favorites, and is n- no uh, mystery that it is probably number one on a lot of people's lists, is Baseball Stars. This game was beautiful. It was easy to hit the ball. I mean, you can move your dude around. Uh, so let's... Go with number two on the list, RBI Baseball. When you move your dude in the field, everybody moves. Oh, yeah, I hated that. <laughs> so you got all these jars of mayonnaise just moving across the screen <laughs> to try to catch the ball. Look like jars of mayonnaise. And they're so slow on RBI. They were just so slow to get there, but everybody had to move. And then let's say your first baseman catches the ball and you hit to throw the first base. He throws the fucking ball in. <laughs> Yeah, there was no fail safe against that. <laughs> no. So there there's your error right there and then somebody might run to second because it take you 30 years to get over to the fence to collect. Oh, if you did that, the guy was scoring, it was over and it was Oh yeah. You he threw it over to first and there was nobody there. The guy was going to round the bases and then it would just automatically go back to the batting and pitching. So you were good. You didn't have to worry about it too much. <laughs> What baseball game would be on my third slot? Well, it's not on everybody's third slot, but my third slot would be Base Wars. Um, With Base Wars, you get to play robots. This was a fantastic game. uh, On the fact that when you meet up with whoever had the ball, you got to fight. Yeah, Base Wars. Beating the shit out of each other is pretty cool. Yeah, I love Base Wars. Um, You had your pitcher, right? You throw them. It's like have a rocket, foosh, and then and the whole time it was like the whole time the ball's moving, you could move it any direction you wanted to. It's yeah, not, it's like oh, he's controlling it the entire time, which is kind of cool, but it was also probably a glitch. I don't know. It was it was more fun when you played against a computer. You could, especially if you upgraded your players and things like that, you could upgrade this is them. Very true. Yes, and have them. You could have more control over the ball. It'd be faster. You could make it do all kinds of craziness, and it was awesome. You could hit the players with the ball, too, and would have a fight. And then I liked it when you like there was a close play. Or like if I think if you threw the ball over to first and they're out, they got to try to fight for their spot. Yeah, Wouldn't of course. It? Yeah, Anytime you met up with somebody that had the ball, and if you were that close to them, they had the ball, you would be able to fight them and have, a, uh, I guess, a confrontation. Um, and uh, I would always win those. Yeah, you could mash the button really fast. You're already good at mashing the button really fast. <laughs> I don't know what it is about his hands are so fidgety. I guess he can I hit the button so. super fast. It's well, a fidgetiness. I mean, it's just, just one of those things, man. <laughs> and you got to have that skill. <laughs> So All I would right, like so. um, when you go back to I'm gonna go back to your number one baseball stars. Oh sure, let's do fan. that. Since I don't get too far away from it. Oh that's um, fine. Baseball stars was really cool, and it had um, you could adjust your team. You could trade your players. This is true. You could. Uh, there was a 
there was a team of all women. There was uh, an all women team, and Medusa yeah, was one of them. Crazy. Oh, well, that was on the uh, monster team. You had a monster yeah, team, right? You had the Legends team. We had Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, all those people. Hmm. And those and that game was really had great controls, and it had a, a season mode on it, which was Very pretty true. awesome. Uh, that's why that game was super cool. If, if you have never played, if you like baseball games, you've never played some of these old retro games, Baseball Stars is probably one of the first ones you should go check out because it is really well done. It's got season modes. It's got things you would be familiar with now anyway. And it was also originally an arcade game, and uh, SNK was associated with Neo Geo, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Like, they had Samurai Showdown and all that shit, too, so... Cool. Yeah, baseball stars is really, really good. And then RBI baseball you talked about. It only had a select amount of teams. It probably had like twelve teams on it or something. I don't know exact numbers. That's but very true. And then RBI two had more more teams. Yeah, RBI two and three actually went towards the season. They had the season modes, right. and it actually changed the graphics and the controls. RBI could, three was a disappointment. <laughs> you could dive for the ball. You could jump up and grab it over the fence in part two and part three. Part one, you couldn't do that. It was, like you said, it was like little jars of mayonnaise running yeah, around. Yeah, I mean, it was literally, <laughs> let's get the Miracle Whip out, okay? But it so was really out. fun. And you could get the all-star team, American League or National League, on that RBI Baseball 1. And yeah, they did really just, well. You could crank home runs out like crazy oh, yeah. once you got get good enough. If uh, you play the rule that we used to play is uh, you have to throw the ball down the middle of the plate. <laughs> oh god <laughs> that was a crazy game mode um but yeah. it, the reason is otherwise everybody just strike out every time and there would be no game you know? yeah you couldn't really have fun with it because it was a lot of uh it's hard to hit the ball especially when you hit up on the d-pad and it goes hits the dirt yeah that's called yeah, knuckleball yeah. i think but you're but you're <laughs> swinging but yeah the dirt ball is what it was. <laughs> <No> dirt ball. <laughs> it's earth hit, everybody we threw the earth and if you're not like super patient with when you're kids, you're not really super patient with these games anyway. You're gonna swing at that ball. <laughs> you oh cry. yeah! You're like I gotta get a home run, wham! And then you're worried about eating a hot dog and Cheetos and all this other shit going on. Yeah, right before it gets to you, he's like, <laughs> and you swing anyway. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, those three games are cool. What's your next one on the list? Well, I don't want to paste anything here, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We have bases loaded, guys. All right. Bases loaded. So bases loaded. If you hit pretty much the best player on the team while you're pitching, they're gonna charge them out to beat your ass. All right. Yes. Um. Which is another rule we had. Yes. You weren't allowed to hit that player. If you did, you got punched in the face and probably maimed. You know, just something would happen to you. And a game reset happens and you start it And over. then you just reset the game. <laughs> or somebody oh, would God. hit the Nintendo, the game would pop out. Now, see we'll the flashing red light. One thing about Bases Loaded, it had a pennant mode too, which was pretty cool. You could they pick sure a team and then you would play through, you would just play every team, basically like a, sort of like a round robin type of situation. You play all the teams and they gave you passwords every time you would win. And you could go back, which was cool. You could always go back and keep playing from where you left off. So that was a pretty neat thing for Bases Loaded. It actually came out, according to this list, it came out two years be- before came Baseball be- Stars. Yeah, Right, one year before RBI. So, yes. But Bases Loaded was really fun. That's one of the rules. That's one of the, I think, the first baseball game where we had that rule, we had to throw it down the middle. 
Yeah, that yeah. was one of them. Uh, we also had an RBI uh, because yeah. of the managed jars uh, yeah. type thing. There was, a, of course, a bases loaded to pretty much the same gist. Uh, I don't remember Pace being in that one. Um, well, if you say Pace, when you say Pace. Pace is yeah. a ball player on yeah. Jersey, I think it was their Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. Yes. Um, but I do not, I don't think he was in bases loaded two or three. But Paste well, was probably the one. That, if you gave him the ball down the plate and he hits the ball, it's it's gone. Yeah, okay. he crushes it. He yeah, was a that, cleanup hitter. That guy could smoke it. The oh, you know the other cool. hitter on Jersey was the fourth hitter. His name was Bay. And really? B A Y, not B A E, guys. For future <laughs> not folks. poop. Not fi- not Swedish for poop. Mm-hmm. He was B A Y, and he was a skinny little dude. But if he threw it down the middle for him, he couldn't hit a home run. But if he threw it down low. He'd crank it out like he was hitting a driver or hitting a golf ball. Yeah. Like, throw it low is where he could hit it. And jink! That dude would just knock it out of the park every time he had a low ball. So, that's, so he wasn't very effective when he throw it down the middle. But cool. Pace, yeah. Pace was a big fat boy on there. Fat he takes boy. up the whole box, batter's box, you know. That's <laughs> why he was easy to hit, too. Mm-hmm. And, he would, and every time if you hit Pace, he would charge the man and get ejected. <laughs> right. So some honorable mentions of NES baseball games. There was Tecmo. They made a couple baseball games. Uh, They did better with football games. Of course, everybody knows Tecmo, Super Bowl, Tecmo Bowl, yada, yada, yada. Um, Those were very fun. Uh, But I think I want to move into the Super Nintendo ones now because we've got Super Bases Loaded. Of course, we've played Super Bases Loaded. So, of course, we're going to play Super Bases Loaded and Super Bases Loaded Part 2, which... Of course, the graphics are better. That's pretty much it. It's the same games, different yeah, they were player names. The same, yeah, um, you could still do seasons and stuff like that. Um, then there was Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, presents and his winning run game, which Chris remembers more about the presents than I do. So yeah, presents was cool. Um, it was the first baseball game I played on the Super Nintendo. Although there was others that came out before it. But we used to play with our stepbrother, TJ and Zach, of course. Um, we played King Griffith Jr. Major League ba- Presents Major League Baseball. And it was really cool. It had a real funny cartoon characters. It didn't have any of the real players' names because they didn't have the official license. They, didn't have, they had the, the teams. They had none of the real players. I think the only one they could use is King Griffey, right? Yeah, he was the only one that could be used. He was the <laughs> only one that crazy. gave his rights. But it was really nice. It's a really nice game. It had season mode. You could actually make it where you could pick short seasons, like a 32 game season or something like that. Or you could do 164, 162 game seasons. Holy crap. That's a lot of freaking games. That yeah. is a lot of games. And Chris decides, I, I think I remember this, he decided to do it one time and he had to leave the freaking Nintendo on. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> and you couldn't play anything. I'm like, dude, turn the shit off. I want to play you know, something else. More no, combat, I'm in the middle of a game, whatever. bro. Can you turn it off? Yeah, in the middle of a, a freaking game, my ass. Uh, didn't this one have a battery in it? <laughs> yeah, you could save yeah. for to your progress. We you couldn't save in the middle of a, an actual game. But he'd save. sit there and play 10, 20 games, and you're like, eh, I guess I'll go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really loved that game. It was really fun. It's an excellent baseball game. You know, Super Nintendo if you're a fan of baseball games, again, King Griffey yeah, Jr. It, presents is one of the best. 
It definitely was pretty fun. So, I mean, we we spent a lot of time on it. Now, from what I remember. I was pretty young, though, so. Oh, yeah. And we played it a lot. We did. We played it against each other a lot. Our stepbrothers, mostly. Because I think TJ was the one that actually owned the game. Most first. likely, yeah. TJ or Zach did. And then, um, I remember I went to my friend Adam's house and played uh, one of the most crappy baseball games of all time. Which um, one was that? Was that Hills, Cal Ripken or Hardball 3? Uh, it was Roger Clemens MVP Baseball. Oh, yeah, there you go, the other one. I forgot about the other. Roger mm-hmm. Clemens MVP Baseball is one piece of hot garbage. <laughs> uh, he was, he, my friend's like, who come play this baseball game? And, of course, I'm like, I'm in, you know. It's baseball time. You get there, this game, your viewpoint is so crap. Like, you when they hit the ball to the infield, you're behind an outfielder. And you're controlling, trying to catch the ball with the infielder, but you're behind an outfielder. That's your viewpoint. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. It was so lame. And Cal Ripken, junior baseball, you did say that one. That one sucks, too. And Hardball 3. Hardball 3 sucks. I rented that from Pitts Auto Parts. <laughs> <laughs> we never, I don't think we ever played the ESPN baseball tonight. Um, we did play Super RBI, which was actually really cool. Uh, from what I remember. Oh, yeah. Anything with RB, if it was RBI baseball, I was on top of that. You know yeah, that. We was always going to be playing probably that. a staple that you needed. I didn't see. Uh, was I don't think they ever made a super baseball stars, though. That's I think that's where it went kind of crazy. Well, they made baseball stars, too, but it was released on the Neo Geo system. Right. It was not released on any other systems. It was uh, exclusive. No, I think it was on the regular Nintendo. Um after the arcade, right? The Super Baseball or Super Baseball Stars, or yeah, Baseball Stars Two. Talking about Baseball Stars Two, I don't think it was. Let me look it up though. I don't know. Let's look it up. Let's do some fact check. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. See, Baseball Stars Two, sports arcade game released by SNK in '92 for Neo Geo console. A less detailed console version was released for the NES by Romstar the same year. Yeah, Romstar. That's the other company. Yeah, them, those guys. But you could... But yeah. um, they actually put it out on Virtual Console on the PlayStation 2, PlayStation Portable, and Wii as part of the SNK Arcade Classics Volume 1. So ah, nice. That's back in 2007. Maybe I should have got a hold of one of those SNK uh, arcade games, sort of like they do the Namco with everything. Hmm. Like there's a so, yeah. there's a Namco uh something coming out for the Switch soon. So I think it's the twenty eighth. Namco Museum. Twenty eighth. Sweet. Of course next week is uh the more fun games. Uh sort of like uh, I don't know. Mega Man eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's excited. It's gonna be cool. I can't wait to see you play that. I've got the demo, and I'm trying to master it. The freaking stages, I don't want to get off on a different subject here, but the the stage itself, Blockman stage, the one you demo, is super freaking long. I got to, I don't know, about the fourth transition. I was like, screw it. I got to go to work. All right? <laughs> I mean, I can't just sit here and play <laughs> Mega Man 11. I'm going to be late for work. Hmm. But it was pretty crazy. I was like, this is, it's going to be super long, it looks like to me. But the double gear system actually started making sense once you use it 
Uh, there's like one part during the Blockman stage where it's like a, I guess an escalator or a conveyor belt would be a, a better term since it's straight. Um, and you're running and there's this like little, or it's not little, but these big things that have just uh, blocks in them that you can destroy. So you have, the best way is to switch to the spark ability and then you hit your button and it like blows the pattern out and you can just jump through it. But you, um, from the beginning you can slide and shit like that. So it's pretty cool. That's but anyway, cool. back to baseball. Uh, <laughs> Sliding really just back to baseball. <laughs> some, that's right. Some, some of the baseball games that are on some lists I checked out, never even seen them. But I would probably love to play like Bad News Baseball. I don't know if you've seen that on the list. Yeah, yep. I played um, that. See, I don't remember playing that. On emulator. Uh, the, the Little League Baseball, didn't know that it even existed. Played that one, it's good. Um, and let's see, we got Bo Jackson Baseball. Did we ever play that? Oh, uh, funny story about Bo Jackson Baseball, just remembered it. For yeah, the Game the Boy. For the Game Boy. That was on the Game Boy? Yes, black oh. and white. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we, okay, back when the Game Boy came out, we had Mario, like Dr. Mario is what we had. Dr. Yep. Mario was a great game. Um, and, and and Tetris. We had Tetris, Dr. Yes. Mario oh, and yeah. Tetris. Two staples of Game Boy. You gotta have I beat those. I beat Tetris on the hardest level and the fastest speed, and it gives you uh, whatever that building is they like in uh, Russia. Uh, Trump Towers? Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. <No. laughs> I, 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 think, I think that would be is the it? Kremlin. Yeah, that thing. But anyway, that's what it shows, and it like has fireworks going off on it and stuff like that. But you, it's, there's no color. It's just all, it's all gray. Hmm? Oh yes. So anyway, my friend, at the same friend Adam that wanted me to play the baseball game, he's like had the Bo Jackson baseball game for the Game Boy Advance. I mean, not just the Game Boy, not Advance. Yeah, and Game I, Boy Advance didn't come out till much later. Uh, let's say to the year two thousand. Yeah. So I'd asked him if I could borrow Bo Jackson baseball. And he said, yeah, I could borrow it. So I borrowed it. Well, then I'd put it in my locker Somebody in between classes. It? And it got stolen. Oh, oh, wow. Right? So then I went to tell him, and he was mad, of course. He thought I just stole it from him. <laughs> so thief. maybe like a week later, he had asked me if I could, he could borrow Mario, Dr. Mario. Of course, dummy me back then didn't think about it. I was like, yeah, you can borrow Dr. Mario. It's fine. And I never got that bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think he pawned it or something. I don't know what he did with it. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, he got a, he got a, he whole, got a whole tube. Whole, yeah, I was going to say two bucks. But yeah, same same sentiment. <laughs> and he had to rub your corns. <laughs> I'll give he Audrey would... a quarter, too. Audrey. <laughs> Audrey. So yeah, he never gave it back. That was a short story. It wasn't the best story, but it it just reminded me, Bo Jackson baseball. That's for Game Boy. He got got our uh, Doctor Mario stolen from us, and I didn't even steal his Bo Jackson baseball. Adam, if you listen to this, I did not steal your Bo Jackson baseball. <laughs> uh, I really did not steal it. I promise. I, somebody wow. got it out of my locker. No, it wasn't me. It was the one armed man. <laughs> right, that one armed man's everywhere. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I didn't so take yeah, baseball your arm. games. 
what's funny is when we start talking about the baseball games and looking at lists and things, it's I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how many baseball games I actually played. There was a ton yeah. of them, and I feel ashamed to, to have played some of them. Yeah. <laughs> because they were shit. But that's okay. There is some shitty ones out there. I wish there was a good baseball game today, but was it made by 2K Games, 2K19? No, the best like one is uh, the show on on the PlayStation. PlayStation has the show. Is it, yeah. like, is it one that uh, recurs every year? Yes, and it is okay, amazing. So I'll check it out then, because I do have a PlayStation 4 now. Yes, you would love it, dude. It's great. You create your player, and you start in the minors and stuff. And... Can you play against people online? Yes. Hmm, this might be interesting. I had to pay for the stupid PlayStation Network, right, though? Probably. <sighs> Bastards. Money grab. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome, though. I'll stick with my Spider-Man and God of War for now because, like, I beat the first boss in God of War and then I bought Spider-Man. Hmm. And I didn't even beat Kingpin, so not I haven't even really had a chance to sit down to play. This is, like, uh, a good day for me. I'm kind of off work, you know. I'm off tomorrow, and tomorrow I'll probably be busy as a cat with nine tails, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, um, what do you guys think? Should we talk more baseball, or do y'all feel that we got it covered? The baseball. I think everybody gets the idea that uh, there were some fun baseball games out there, and there was also some <laughs> shitty ones. Oh, yeah. There was some complete, utter shit of baseball games. And it sucked when you rented one, and you had it for two days over the weekend. Oh, my God, because you'd rent it on Saturday, right? And the place is closed on Sunday, so you get a free day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because you weren't taking it up there on Sunday. Well, sometimes I would rent it, like pay the four dollars and twenty eight cents to rent it on a Friday and have it for the whole three days. You know, I thought it was like two fourteen. It was two fourteen, but if you rented it on Friday, you had to pay Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you just kept it till Monday. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I remember so, like, that a lot. Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana. <laughs> those games you really needed to rent for like two weeks. Yeah, right, no doubt. Those things were, like, super Ooh, involved. Do you remember Final Fantasy Mystic Crap? I mean, Quest? Mm-hmm. Hey, I liked Mystic Quest. Oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. I played the heck out of that game. We beat it. I mean, we beat the hell out of it. But I'm just saying it wasn't as good as it could have been. I liked it. Okay. It's... I didn't see any problem with it. Okay. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll just agree to disagree on this. Nah. See... You guys played more of the baseball games than I did. Uh, I, I played had them no some. choice. <laughs> <laughs> it was either play the baseball game or you didn't get to play the game. No, that's true. Hey, when we had a sports game, I dominated the console. That's what happened. Because I'm a sports game guy. I still like sports games. That's why I got kidney shot. <laughs> wow. Hey. It's that was a cheap shot. The Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up the segment, guys. Thanks for listening to it. Next, you're going to hear, this usually is our break, but this is going to be more of a, it is a break. It's a commercial type of thing, but it's Scott Scorn. It's this new. It's the segment of Scott Scorn. This is how we're going to do it from now on, because Scott has been doing some awesome write-ups for it, and I think this fits really well. It's got some awesome... Uh, music and sound effects and things, you're going to love it. And then so Scott Scorn, you're going to listen to him praise a video game. 
<laughs> yes, where he praises it and praises talks really it. good about it. Yeah, uh, okay, that's the ticket, right? So, Scott, what's your Scott scoring about? Just real so, quick, like a real quick thing. Uh, Scott Scorn is going to be about Sea of Thieves. Give it a listen and uh, come back and listen to us talk about it. <laughs> yes, and that's where we leave you guys. Enjoy Scott Scorn. We'll see you afterwards with our discussion about his thoughts. Hey, listeners, what's happening? This is Scott with Horton Brothers Grimm. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This segment of our podcast is pre-recorded and is brought to you by Horton Brothers Grimm YouTube channel. If you haven't checked it out yet, go give it a shot. Check out some videos of my brothers and I playing some video games. And there are some segments of uh, previous episodes of our podcast that have been cut up and uh, put on YouTube for your listening pleasure. I don't know that there's any video with them, but there might be. So go check them out. Okay. So... Now on with the scorn. I'm going to talk about a game. You might recognize it, you might not. Let's see, shall we? You spawn on an island with a nice bar, some shops to buy weapons and armor, NPCs to pick up quests from, and a boat shop to upgrade your ship. After looking around for a bit, you climb aboard your ship and set sail for a destination knowing full well where you are headed and what you're going to do for the current mission you're on. When you reach your destination, you disembark onto a beautiful deserted island and proceed to your objective. While moving toward the part of the island you need to go to, you are attacked. Living skeletons come from all sides, meaning to make you one of their number. They attack from every direction and you pull your pistol from your belt and give them what for. You fire shot after shot, killing them with ease until you run out of ammo. Then you pull your cutlass and start swinging first left, then right smoothly, killing the remaining enemies. After the battle, you collect the loot that was dropped, adding it to your inventory for later. Then you proceed to your objective and collect the items waiting there for you to transport. Back on your ship, you set sail for the end of the quest route that you are currently on. The sea is choppy and a storm is rolling in from the west. You turn the wheel and adjust your sails to move around the worst part of the storm. Safely arriving at your destination, you disembark and turn in the property you want to retrieve. Completing the quest, you collect gold and other assorted loot. You leave the quest giver and head to the shops to upgrade your weapons and clothing. Armor is available for purchase from the vendors and new weapons are the order of the day. This game you're playing is a wonderful, swashbuckling adventure on the high seas where you can play with friends, strangers, or solo if you choose. Completing goals and quests is slightly difficult alone, but you can do it if you like. The combat is smooth, and the game mechanics are very well done. The story is engrossing and really pulls you into the game world. The NPCs are really funny characters with witty dialogue and a lot of interesting and funny things to say. This game is awesome, you think, as you play on. This game, however, is not Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is a slow, clunky game. The controls are not very responsive and the combat is mediocre at best. The primitive weapons you are given are just that, primitive. I mean, I understand that those are the kinds of weapons that were used on the high seas, but I mean, come on. The guns are weak, the swordplay is a joke, 
When you swing your cutlass, it gives you maybe two cuts, and then you have to wait a second or two to actually swing again. The enemies are all the same for the most part. There are a few variations on a theme. Skeletons come in two colors and with a few different weapon types. They're musket carriers, sword carriers, and one of them even carries an explosive barrel and a kamikaze attack. The player character is not very resilient. Dying is easy. It's like trying to run a rogue in a raid wearing cloth armor and attacking with toothpicks. The one weapon type that worked well was the scoped musket. It did some nice damage. The problem I had was that when aiming through the scope, the movement was very, very slow. This made it freaking difficult to aim at a moving target and caused many wasted musket balls. There are no upgrade options available in this game. Not any of substance, anyway. Any of the upgrades are all cosmetic. You cannot get better, stronger weapons or armor. The only upgrades for your ship come in the form of figureheads and designs for sails and flags to fly from the mast. For some players, cosmetic changes may be just great. I prefer to be able to make my weapons stronger or to be able to kill the monsters faster, making the quests easier and faster to complete. Being able to upgrade and change weapons, collecting worthwhile loot, and making your ship stronger and faster are all reasons to continue playing this game. It gives the player a reason to do all the grinding that is required in Sea of Thieves. And let me tell you, there's a lot of grinding. Otherwise, this game's pointless. It's just a lot of sailing around aimlessly from island to island, barely fending off the skeletons that attack you. There are very few instructions in this game. The quests you pick up are vague, without much in the way of direction. I played this game for a few hours and had no more idea of what I was doing when I stopped than I did when I began. I just don't understand the appeal of this game at all. Playing Sea of Thieves solo is not really a viable option. Everything is geared toward co-op play. I mean, I understand the concept of an MMO, but most MMOs allow for solo play with at least a chance for completing the objectives. Not this game. The developers were determined that the player should be part of a crew to be able to do anything. To me, that sucks. I don't enjoy playing games in random groups. It is a headache and not very fun. I don't mind playing games in groups, though. I do enjoy that. I like to play games with my buddies online. GTA 5 Online is a riot with my friends as long as we're together and hanging out playing this game. Maybe if my friends had Sea of Thieves, it would have been a different experience, but who's to say? Sea of Thieves has a PvP element, which goes along with the MMO bit. I, I suppose it also explains not being able to upgrade your weapons and armor. Uh, this makes PvP an even playing field, ensuring that players have to rely on their understanding of the game mechanics and general skills. I can't really talk about the PvP a lot because I didn't experience any of that aspect of the game firsthand, which is fine by me because I'm not a PvP fan anyway. For an MMO, this game is surprisingly empty. I encountered very few other players during my time on the open seas, which is just as well, I suppose. From what I have read about this game, it is rumored to be slowly dying. Only time will tell. I played Sea of Thieves to be able to give an honest review of the game for this podcast. I'll be honest, the only reason I played it was because it was available on Xbox Game Pass. 
No way I would have spent money on this game. Sea of Thieves sucks cannonballs, in my humble opinion. The gameplay is bland and slow at best. The only saving grace this game has is that the graphics are incredible. The ocean mechanics and the sailing are really nice too. The environments are top-notch and really very pretty to look at. Running on the Unreal 4 game engine helps it in that respect. Those are the only pluses I can give to Sea of Thieves. I would not wish this game on my worst enemy. It was a very disappointing gaming experience. Coming from the developers that brought us Banjo-Kazooie, Conker's Bad Fur Day, and yes, even the revered GoldenEye, this game is a resounding waste of time and money. I really wish that Rare had seen fit to build the game I was describing at the beginning of this rant. It just wasn't in the cards. I do not recommend this game. Play it at your own risk. As the old saying goes, Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed my rant. Um, it was, you know, just a little bit of fun there. Uh, again, this was brought to you by the Horton Brothers Grimm YouTube channel. Please, if you haven't uh, liked and subscribed to it, go over there and check it out and give us a like and a subscribe. Watch some of our videos. Um... We are working steadily to try to get more content onto that page, and we hope you enjoy it. Um, thanks, and uh, let's get you back to the podcast. All right, guys, welcome back. I hope you have not abandoned hope for entering here. <laughs> Scott scoring was awesome. Scott, you did a great job on it, and we hope you enjoyed it. And that leads us into the segment where we're going to talk about Sea of Thieves a little bit. It's, so, Scott, sounds like his favorite part's the uh, sword play. Oh dear! Don't even get me started, man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was horrible, dude. Okay, so a little background on the game. It it it's listed as an action adventure open world game okay um it was created by the developer is rare software and it was published by microsoft so and we from what i've problem. been yes from what i've been told microsoft now owns rare so that explains why it went so far downhill i mean games like banjo kazooie and goldeneye came from the original rare and they were freaking awesome. So yes, I'm I'm wondering where the ball fell out of their hands. I mean, I just oh, I, don't I thought know. you were gonna say where's the balls on these guys. <laughs> well, right you know. <laughs> well, saying. I would think some of them cut cut <laughs> cut loose whenever Microsoft well, bought it. Somebody at Microsoft had some balls putting this shit out. I guess. Yeah, I don't know, man. This, I mean, the game. I'll be honest. The game has some kind of it has some potential. But they're gonna have to do a little bit of. They're gonna have to revamp it somehow. I don't. I don't see how, as it stands, that this game can survive for very long. I just don't see it. And you're not the only one that thinks so. There's a lot of people that do not like this game. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. it's just. It's like I said, you know. It's um, the majority of the game is is you riding in a boat going from one place to the other, and half the time you really have no idea where you're going. Now there is a feature. 
in this game that once you pick up a quest, say you pick up a quest from one of the quest givers, they call them uh, voyages in this okay. game. Okay, of course. Star Trek. I mean, what? Something like that, yeah. yeah. You pick up the voyage from which where, whichever faction that you're trying to you know earn favor with, and it gives you a picture of an island. That's what we need. Pictures. Yes. Yes. I'm a he man. You, I love pictures. <laughs> he gives you a picture of an island, and you have to go down into the hold of your ship and get on get to the map board, and you control the map board, and you slide it here, there, and yonder trying to find the picture that matches the one on the voyage that you were given. Ooh, match game. Oh, yeah, um, it's match game. It's great. I don't know if I'd be into that either. It's not great, let me tell you. Because then <laughs> I like then you, biscuits and mustard. Mm. Oh yeah. Then you still <laughs> you still have to navigate. You have to figure out what direction it was. Then you have to go back up top, point the ship in the direction you gotta go, and hope to goodness nothing gets in your way. I mean It's kinda like this, having sex. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Um, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Um, I, I guess. I mean, if there's that many people in the room, uh, you should probably not be there anyway. But that's just yeah, my point. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's a bit of a stretch, but we'll go with it. Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> well, I mean, if you pointed at the direction and, and something blocks it, so there's something going on. <laughs> wow. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> so I mean, you know the uh, the best thing about the game. As I said before, the best thing about the game is the appearance. The 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 visuals in this game are are are, are really great. Now, I mean, it's a bit cartoonish, but like cartoony is fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, a little cartoonish is fine. I mean, we've all played World of Warcraft, so I still play actually. So. I mean, you know, everybody everybody enjoys that. I mean, it runs on the Unreal Four engine, which is nice. And it's 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 really great. I mean, I I got no problem with that part of the game. Now, um, there's a lot of PvP that goes on, uh, and mostly it's it's like a you know because it's an open world game, it's open world PvP. You can the, the, you PvP no matter where you are. If somebody sails up next to you and they decide they want what you have on your ship, they blow your ass out of the water and they take it. Sounds like going to the mall. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what if you have to go to the bathroom? Do you PvP over the side of the boat? I, oh I'm, I'm guessing so, man. I'm guessing. <laughs> but, Come uh, on, that was a good one. No, it wasn't. What do you got for poop in there, Chris? <laughs> poop dick. Duh. Uh, shit. <laughs> the ship has a poop dick. What do you think it's called that for? Yeah, it's it's, it's easy to hang your wild. butt over the side. <laughs> it's okay. Her, it's our <laughs> fart sound effects, right? <laughs> Wow. Somebody uh, somebody get right on that. Thanks. Man. <laughs> hey, wait. I'm the one that edits these things. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, then there you go. We're going to have fart sounds, people. But now, as far as, <clears throat> as far as the gameplay, it was like, I, you know, if I had had, if there had been other people that I knew to hang out with playing this game, I mean... That's about the most fun you can have. Goofing off, acting stupid with your buddies on a boat, sailing out across the, you know, the freaking ocean, just doing nothing. You know, I want to ask you this. Did you p- 
purchase this game? Oh, no, no, no. The only way I played this game is because it was on the Xbox uh, Game Pass. Oh, I got, wow. I got, okay, I got so to play it, was, it for free. <laughs> it was in your monthly sub, I guess. Yeah, it only cost... I, I had a, I got a deal on Game Pass, man. I paid nice. $2 for two months. Well, I guess that's uh, worth it. Oh, yeah. $2. I, I mean, I'd test there, something out for $2. There is absolutely no way I would drop the $60 price tag that this thing costs what to the buy it outright. What? Yeah. $60? Uh, it's ridiculous, man. And I'm they, telling you. They didn't even get the sword play right. I know, dude. I'm and the thing that re- one of the things that really gripes me about it is that that there's no way to there's no way to be better. There's no way to upgrade. There's no there's no I got a better gun than he's got kind of thing. There's there's none of that. Well, that kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. It sucks. It cannonballs. As a matter of fact, it sucks cannonballs. Wow. <laughs> Suck on these cannonballs, game. But I mean, it's just. I don't know, man. I, I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. I mean, as a matter of fact, as far as as far as a game that has PvP involved in the actual open world part of the game, there were very few other ships or people that I ran into while I was playing it. I think I might have played for I don't know three four hours total just to try to get a feel for the game. Uh, the controls are kind of of course i was playing i wasn't playing it on the xbox now i did put it on pc because it is on the game pass and it is an xbox play anywhere game so you can download it to your pc that's a good feature i mean you know that the 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 play anywhere feature of those games i mean is it's not bad i but if it was a better game it would have been great you know what i mean yeah i first saw this game i thought i was pretty excited about it because i always liked mm. playing sid meyer's pirates mm-hmm. and you know it was not a multiplayer game or anything but it it was just a really fun you got missions and you had treasure you could find you could fight other ships and you know steal their booty you know steal oh, yeah. their booty and it's like if you shake that booty at me i'm gonna steal it girl you know mm-hmm. i'll take it i'll take it and it was just, I was excited about it because I thought, oh, this is an MMO. This would be a cool little Sid Meier's Pirates game, but multiplayer. Like you said, it would be fun. But the way you described it and how there's no way to upgrade your weapons, there's no way to. Yeah, I would definitely not could, play this MMO if you can't upgrade your gear. That's the whole point. Yeah. MMO is to be able to be better or look better than someone else in the game. And as, as far as looking better. You can change the way your character looks. You can buy different skins for mm-hmm. your clothes. You know, you can buy new clothes. You can actually buy different appearance skins for your weapons and for your ship. And you know, for that kind of, in in that respect, there's a lot of cosmetics. I mean, you so know, basically, can, what they should have done is maybe separate the PvP from the PVE, and then give you a way to upgrade weapons, sort mm-hmm. of like uh, Guild Wars Two. Right, um, you know, because if you play the regular game, the PVE part, you can upgrade your weapons, your armor, all that shit. Mm-hmm. If you go into the PVP area, you actually get outfitted with PVP gear, and none of it's better than anybody else's. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. But you better have some skills. Yep. And see that that is what I think that's what they were going for with this game. Only. 
I mean, they, they you, some of the quests you do, I mean, you, you go to this island to say you have to go kill a skeleton captain or whatever. There's a, there's this, there's this captain that's holed up in this island and you have to go wipe him out and take his treasure, right? So you go to do this and you get on the island and the skeletons start attacking you and you got, you got primitive weapons. I mean, you got a flintlock pistol, you got, you know, a musket or a blunderbuss, which was an old style shotgun. Of course. Well, I mean, and, it had a wide, uh, yeah, a big wide barrel. Yeah. I mean, it was a scatter gun basically is yeah. all it was. Bird Grape shot. shot, you know, Great shot. <laughs> and so, you know, you're you're shooting at these skeletons with with musket balls. I mean, it, if you hit them, it does it does some damage, and then you have to shoot them again. I and, mean, and wouldn't the, the bullets just go right through them? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Oh. It would seem. Uh, and then you you whack them with a sword or a cutlass and whack them. You, you, basically, it's all you're doing. It's like hitting a tree. You know what I'm saying? So right, you're hitting a pile of sticks. I mean, you know. It's and the true. sword play is just you get ching ching, and then you got to wait a second or two to reset, and then oh ching God. ching again. That's and I mean, it's much. just oh, it's horrible. It it kind of seems you know one thing that's always fascinated me was um, how skeletons in video games stood up. They have no fucking muscles. Mm, yep. I mean, what's going I, on there? They're they're possessed by the spirits of the guys that that used to <laughs> used to used to be on t- on them. I guess I don't know. I, yeah, that's weird. Somebody explain that to me. I guess that's necromancing shit. So I don't. Know. Mm, yeah, and see, so you know, it's I don't know, man. It says Sea of Thieves, and you know, it's supposedly it's supposed to be a pirate game. I mean, I I listened to a review. I watched a YouTube video. A guy did a review. I can't remember his name, and I'm not going to quote anything directly. But he he talked about how it was a lot of fun for him to get together with his friends and pretend to be pirates on the so, open sea, right? So, so if you have no friends, don't play this game. Yeah, if your buddies don't have the game and you can't convince them to drop 60 bucks, <laughs> you're SOL, buddy. That's right. SOL. I would not be... Ship out of luck. Yep, I, that's definitely right. <laughs> I would not be spending money on it. Anchor going to play it again? <laughs> wow. If I, if I never see this game again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> so yeah, that uh as you guys as you could hear in the Scott scorn, you definitely knew that Scott was not going to have a high opinion of it. Yeah. Oh my god. The scorn got me too, guys. I just know you guys were surprised of how that turned. <laughs> I was like, this is supposed to be bad. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? And then he's like, Whoop. but anyway, you, you you already heard it. So. Yeah, did a good job on that. I think that was an awesome way to do Scott Scorn from now on. Yeah, so, I enjoyed uh, that. It was a lot of fun recording it. We definitely hope you enjoyed that, guys. Um, Hopefully so we, we can recover from the apocalypse. We're actually fixing to be talking about the apocalypse in Fallout 76, so... That's going to be interesting, right? Sounds oh, yeah. delicious. So yep. do you guys have anything else to say about the Sea of Thieves? When the thieves are Microsoft stealing our money. <laughs> um, 
stop the money grab. That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and rare. Bless your hearts, people. Uh, I'm sorry to see you decline in such a way. Rare is Man. only rare now in name. That's it. That's it. Yep. No yep. more Kazooie. They only and they own the rights to those characters and things. That's why. Oh they wow! Rare. So we're all screwed. Yeah. That's why there's never been another Conker's Bad Fur Day. Dude, Conker's Bad Fur Day would be so freaking awesome these days. Oh, it yeah. Would. It was so great. So, yeah. Anyways. That's, cool. Uh, all right, nap time. Well, we got, well, it's not nap time, guys. Don't go to sleep because the next thing coming is a promo for a great podcast called Grave Girls Podcast. And they are some funny girls. They really are. They, they're crazy. They curse. They... They have a good time talking about movies and horror and all the scary things in life. So check out their promo now and go follow them on iTunes and wherever else they may tell you to go. You want to know what scares me? What? Bananas. All right. Well, there will, don't think there's any banana talk, guys, so Zach will be back. He won't get scared away. Do you know why we'll they scare you. me? No. Because they're technically a berry. Hmm. That's interesting. That's some weird shit. Look it up. Well, you should bury that for future discussion. All right, guys. We will see you after the promo for Grave Girls podcast. We'll be talking about Fallout 76. Yeah, yeah. Hi, we're the Grave Girls from Grave Girls podcast. I'm your host, Hawthorne. And I'm Amaryllis. Every week we watch a different horror film, and I find a scary story that goes with it that will definitely leave you shaking in your boots. And if you aren't wearing boots, my true crime case and murder will scare the pants off you. And then you'll just be naked, and that's just that's just a fun time. So listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to check out our website at grave-girls.com. We love you all in case we die. Bye! Alright, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. I hope you enjoyed the Grave Girls podcast promo. And if you did, please go check them out and give them a listen. They're pretty fun to listen to and have in your ear while you're working, working out, or staring at the wall, not doing anything. And if you own an Apple Watch, I hope you updated your watch to Watch OS 5. That way you can listen to your podcast directly from your wrist. This segment brought to you by Apple Watch. (laughs) Who forked out no money whatsoever. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Good old Apple Master here. Um. All right, so we're going to talk about future game now. Fallout seventy six, guys, it's coming November fourteenth, two thousand eighteen. I'm there. We are all three going to be there. Yeah. Uh, of course, the publishers Bethesda. Everybody knows Thank that. Thank you, Bethesda. Thank Bethesda's you. awesome. Uh, this uh, is going to be on the PlayStation Four, the Xbox One, and the one system and console that. We will be playing it on, which is not a system or console at all. It's called a PC. PC Master Race. And consoles, by the way, are computers. Just throw that out there, everybody. They are. They are. <laughs> Very limited computers. Limited. Um, so it's, you're going to be able to play it all three. This is not a cross-platform game. 
So if you play on PC, you're playing with PC players, you're playing, you get it, you know. Because of PlayStation, the reason they haven't done that is because of PlayStation. Yeah. Where did it go, Sony? Well, I mean, it's because of Xbox in the beginning. You know, Xbox didn't want to cross-platform back in the day, so PlayStation now says, "Mm, screw you, Xbox. Yep, that's basically the story. And this public Um, service announcement brought to you by PCs. Yeah, for the win. That way you can play with everybody. And speaking of PCs, the PC version will not be available on Steam. That's correct. Seeing how this is an online-only game, Bethesda.net is the only place you can purchase this game, and which makes sense because they have their uh, the other game they do. They have a launcher. No, what's the other game they do? The MMO they got. Don't give me Elder Scrolls, right? Yeah, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, come up one. with the name. Elder Scrolls Online is up through Bethesda.net, so it makes but sense. What that sucks is Elder hosting. Scrolls Online is through Steam. Yeah. And uh, you can also, couldn't you still get Fallout 4 through Steam? Yes. Uh, yeah. But, but it, wasn't a, it wasn't a multiplayer online game. This it's is their first a... multiplayer online Fallout. Yep. Yeah. First one. And, and it's going to be huge. They already know that. So they're taking the opportunity to direct everybody to their website, which I can't blame them on that. And hopefully right. they have prepared some very expensive servers. Oh, I'm to sure take they're going to be care of all the millions of people that will be playing this game. Oh yeah, this game's gonna be huge. Yeah, dude, people been people been jumping up and down for an online version of Fallout for a long time. Oh yeah, it's it's big hype for this game, and it it makes sense because it's it's a game that should be uh, online because of how how it's set up and people are coming out of vaults and trying to rebuild the life on the planet Earth and the Americas with all the radiation. Yes. Yeah, see, I, I always wondered about like I played Fallout Four for a little while. I mean, in the whole the whole the whole town building, base building, and 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 bringing in your people from different parts of the game, different parts of the map to actually be in your town. I mean, you know, I always thought, well, why didn't they put this? Why didn't they make this game multiplayer so that the base building would actually mean something? Yeah, yeah, and it did. And and I was reading somewhere. I think it's in my notes somewhere, but. That was one of the things they put into the game of Fallout 4, just to test it, kind of a test, to hmm. see how the building, and just, or for them to be able to make it functional and uh, could see how well, other people will like it and maybe fix yeah. things for this MMO, because this has been in the planning for a while. Mm-hmm. I suppose that made a, it made it a, made for a good, um, I don't know, a good debugging yeah. Attempt. Yeah. You know what's cool right now? What's that? If anybody watches a show called American Horror Story, it is literally about nuclear war and being in like fallout shelters and stuff. So it's pretty great. Interesting. What's what's the uh, subtitle for this one? Um, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Oh, so it does fit in with this discussion. Yeah. Apocalypse, uh, American Horror Story Apocalypse, and Fallout 76 is all about the apocalypse. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be awesome. Now, if you're interested in pre-ordering this game, because you're probably going to want to if you want to get into the beta, because only people who can play the beta uh, are people who pre-order the game. Um, there is a few special editions and bundles that you can pick this game up in. Now, the first one is the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition. 
Can't pick that one up anymore. It is sold out. Uh, Completely sold out. $200 a a pop, and it comes with a glow-in-the-dark version of the map and a wearable power armor helmet, and it has a working headlamp. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, wow. Who wants to buy me one? Who wants now to look, buy me one? Look for those on eBay coming yes. soon. Oh, it's already on eBay. Uh, saw one for three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh ago. my god! <laughs> Scalpers, man. Scalpers are all over this because it's a very limited uh, bundle. Uh, Xbox One X will have a bundle. It's going to be five hundred bucks. Comes with the game controller. One terabyte Xbox One X, free month of Xbox Gold and Game Pass. Nice. You get the oh, wow. Consoles comes in black and robot white. Oh, robot nice. Robot white. Yeah, Was so it's got a cool. You know, the Xbox does a good job with their special edition consoles. They always look pretty sharp. This is true. Mm-hmm. That's one thing they do uh, really well. But the concept of the Xbox was like. Uh, two dudes and they sold it to Microsoft back in the day. It's just fun fact there. Hey, so that's how a lot of uh, companies do it. Bring in somebody that has a better idea and they buy it from them. Well, you know, mm. computers at that time were running DirectX. The original name for the Xbox was going to be where what the guys pitched was Direct Xbox. And then, of course, Microsoft's like, yeah, let's change it just to Xbox. <laughs> Smart decision. <clears throat> we um, shall... Purchase it from them and then make them not ever build anything else. They work for us now. But I'm I, I'm pretty sure they made plenty of money with it. So oh well, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't uh, I don't sympathize at all. So. <laughs> Unless you want to send me money, there, uh, two dudes, be great. Yeah, hook us up. <laughs> all right, then you can buy the tricentennial edition. It's uh, seventy nine ninety nine, and it includes power armor customization for the T-51, T-45, T-60, and X-01 power armors, which that'll be in-game uh, items. Then you have a weapon customization for the 10 millimeter pistol, hatchet, and laser rifle. So, in-game things here. Spectacularly handsome Vault Boy mascot head patriotic Uncle Sam outfit for your character. Nice. <laughs> um, a celebratory vault boy saluting emote. So there'll be an emote you can use in the game to salute people. That'll be um, cool. A first class tricentennial workshop poster, which of course you can hang on your wall. And a commemorative tricentennial photo frame. And also you get to be part of the beta. Beta. Beta testing starts in October. That's the only date they have released. Now, they did. There is speculation out there that it will be Monday, October the eighth, but hmm. that is not a confirmed date. But it's probably going to be pretty early in October when they release the uh, beta for people who have pre-ordered the game because they want to get a good solid month of people playing it and trying it out. The good thing about playing the beta is you will get to keep all your progress. Wow! Oh wow, that's cool. That's so awesome. you're not you're not wasting your time with playing the beta. So it's it's a good idea if you want to if you're really into this game, pick up the pre-order or you pre-order can, that. <laughs> yeah, you can pre-order the regular version too and be able to get into the beta. So you don't necessarily have to get all these special editions. That'd be nice. 
And there is no open beta at all. So it's all going to be people who purchased the game already, pre-ordered. There's no, they're not going to open it up for public access. So private beta only. Yes. So get your pre-order copy, guys. I think that's good with the private beta, though, because that way more people will go ahead and pre-order it and there will be a larger community on launch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. And it was real smart for them to allow you to keep your progress. And then uh, let's talk about the gameplay. I mean, we all know about Fallout, how it plays, first person. You also can you change your camera to third person. Um, it's online only. Fallout 76 is online only. And you have to mm-hmm. log in to play. You cannot just play it offline at all. Um, now, you can massive... do stuff single player by yourself, but there's, a, there's group activities as well. Some things you can't do unless you're in a group, things like that. Right, exactly. It's like any MMO. You're going to come across some right. enemies or areas that you're going to need to tackle with a group. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be freaking awesome. And see that kind of that kind of group dynamic, I can handle. I like that kind of group dynamic because it gives you the option to either find some friends to hang out with and do the job, or skip it all together. Or you could. Try to be brave and go on in there. <laughs> or yeah, you could try it for yourself and, and then you know die horribly. Murdered. But yeah, murdered. <laughs> murdered. Oh man. So yeah, questing alone. The map is four times the size of Fallout Four, and Fallout Four was the biggest map they've ever made. So wow, wow that sounds huge. This one is wow. four times that size, and it Fallout Four was pretty massive. So there's plenty of places to roam. Now it's good. That the reason they do the map. It will come out soon when I get to the facts, but uh, there will be fast traveling in the game. That's awesome. So you'll be able to travel to points in the game you've already discovered and things like that, just like a regular Fallout. Um, you're gonna not, you're not the only vault dweller, so you're gonna be interacting with characters in the game. And guess what? Other people are real life people. Um, there are some NPCs, but a lot of the people you're interacting with or seeing are going to be actual people playing the game. See, and, that's cool. But the cool thing is you will not be on a map with hundreds of players. Or you're going to be on a map with about a dozen players. Oh, nice. So you're not gonna, it's not going to be super crowded, so they're going to have a ton of different servers and things. Kind of like Grand Theft Auto does. Uh, Grand Theft Auto right. 5 does theirs. You can find, you'll find servers where you're just you on there (laughs) because they're so spread out and uh it's going to be bringing the fallout 4 building mechanics like we talked about so you'll be able to build your settlements and everything Hmm. but now you can actually build together get your friends and build you up a community um there's it is an online survival game so you can die Uh, other players can kill you but you do not lose progression or... Uh, can they take in, your stuff? A limited amount of things they can they can take, yes. There is... Um, I think I got it down here in my notes here. It says say that other players will not be able to ruin your game experience if another player kills you. You won't suffer a big penalty for it, and the game will give you an option to avoid interacting with that player again for a while. Oh, that's cool. So, so they can't just kill you... Like, they can't camp out on you and just keep murdering you. Right. That. Now, is yeah, there an option for to to not have PvP on, or is it just all the time on? 
Well, I think it's all the time on, but I think it's going to be sort of like, uh, this person wants to fight you, do you want to fight them? Type of situation. I hope so. I don't Otherwise, think it's something I'm they can... i going to have to be like, watching my back every five minutes. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be that kind of thing. Um, if you join in a friend's game, your progression goes with you to their world. So you can keep, you can move to different worlds with your friends and everything you've done so far comes with you. So you don't start over on the different servers or anything. That'll be fantastic. Oh, nice. Um, if a player murders someone, there's a bounty placed on their head. Oh, shit. Just like Grand Theft Auto. Just like Grand Theft Auto. And other players can collect the bounty by hunting them down and killing them. If the player has a mm. bounty, the player will be marked on the map as a wanted murderer. So oh, the player shit. will be easy to find. Oh, damn. <laughs> and the bounty collected actually comes from the wanted murderer's inventory. <laughs> oh, nice. So you better be really, really confident that there's not going to be anybody be able to mess with you if you murder somebody. Right. There you go. Nice. Uh, and one of the from bullying people online. Yes, which is nice. In this kind of game, it is a worry, I'm sure, because in Fallout, it's one of the things you could always do is just kill anybody. Because mm. even a, a NPC that might have some important mission or something for you, you could kill them. And then no longer you could no longer do that mission. So I can see why people might be concerned about that in the game. Um, the VAT system is back, but it does not slow down time. And but it does have the body part specific targeting, but it's all done in real time. So if something's coming at you, you can use the VATS to aim for the arm or the leg or wherever, and it'll give you the percentages of success. But the character that you're trying to kill is coming at you at full speed. It's not. It's, so you're going to make quick decisions. Hmm. Because you know if you played Fallout Four, Three, or Vegas, um. Uh, when you do vats, it slow it puts them in slow motion, and it gives you time to decide what should I do: shoot them in the head, shoot them in the chest, shoot them wherever. Because depending right. on your angle, depending on their armor, depending on the weapon, you have more success hurting them in different body parts, different at different angles. Well, it makes sense that they would make it where it's, it doesn't slow you slow anything down because, I mean, this is a MMO, it's because uh, the person you may be fighting against or may, that may be attacking you when you go to shoot them, if it's a real person, a real player, then their game's not going to slow down when you hit the VAT system and go into slow-mo. Exactly. I mean, it, it makes sense that they wouldn't let it do that. Yeah, it's a system that, of course, they, they, there's a, that, that adjustment had to be made because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fine. I, to me, that I a lot of times I didn't use vats anyway, so wasn't a big. That's not really a big deal to me, right? But vats came in handy when he was fighting some really bad hombres, though. And the other thing I found really cool about online is you will be able to find codes to launch nuclear attacks on other players' settlements, NPC enemy camps, or other random areas of the game, which will make them ripe for harvesting loot. Uh, nice. But when you nuke an area, it turns it into a high-level zone, which spawns the toughest enemies in the game. Oh, dang. So don't expect to have <laughs> oh, an wow. easy path. Yeah. When you nuke a place, this, all these things are going to start spawning on you, and you're going to have a, a fight on your hands. And, of course, you'll be able to gather resources and everything to build your bases. 
And you can also build defense weapons for your bases. And one thing I thought was pretty cool is you can relocate your base at any time for the price of a few caps. So, say, if you build a base somewhere and all of a sudden you see a couple more settlements popped up, have popped up near you and you don't feel you're feeling claustrophobic or you don't really want to live that close to somebody you can pick up and move and when you move your base it stays exactly how it was it just moves it to a different place you don't have to rebuild it or anything so that'll save you some time because you know a lot of those games it's like arc if you wanted to build a new base somewhere guess what you're going to start from scratch get your supplies and build a new base yep in this game you can pay a few caps to transfer your place somewhere else so you just as long as you have the caps to pay for it by the way, if you've never played a Fallout game, guys, caps is your money. That's your money. It's bottle caps. Money. So that's the currency of the game, in case you didn't know. Zach, you may not have since you haven't ever played one. I did not know, and I'm glad I do know now. So caps yes. equals currency. Correct. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the story of the game. Um, Fallout 76 is the earliest game in the Fallout timeline. So this is only 20 years after the bombs dropped on America in this game, and it's based in West Virginia. All right, so this one is a prequel? This is a prequel of all the Fallouts. This is the earliest one. Wow. Because, um, so what you're going to see in Fallout 76 is a world ravaged by the aftermath of nuclear war, but not ravaged by time. So, you're going to be able to start rebuilding society. You're one of the first people to get out of a vault and go out and start rebuilding society 20 years later. Hmm. So then, since less time has passed since the bombs dropped, then there's going to be a lot more green. There's going to be... You're going to see a lot better looking landscape. You're going to see more trees. You're going to see plants. Things you're not used to seeing in a Fallout uh, game. It's used to you're just seeing drab gray destruction and things that have just deteriorated over time this you're going to see you're going to see you'll see some buildings that might be in good shape you're going to see like i said landscapes and stuff will look a lot nicer it's going to be interesting to see a lot of color in of a inside of a fallout game and then uh Let's see, my last thing here is the better looking world isn't just the developers adding more trees to the landscape either. Bethesda's Todd Howard says that the game's rendering engine has been given a major overhaul. He says we always start with the world. This time it starts with new lighting, rendering, and landscape technology. So it's going to be really interesting to see in a Fallout world in a semi-decent state. (laughs) Mm, Yep. Um, but I think that's necessary for an online game like this because people are going to be spending a lot of time on it. A lot more time than they probably did the console single-player versions. Yeah. It's, it's going to be nice to have like something pretty to look at, you know, or instead of it being super drab the whole time. Hmm. I'm sure there's going to be different areas of the map that will be pretty drab-looking because of the bomb hitting closer to it than other areas. Yeah. But it should be very interesting. I'm excited about it. Um, that's all the notes I have on the game. Um, Fallout 76, it's definitely set up to be a pretty successful MMO. I think it will be. I think I got, I'm got. i pretty confident this is going to be a pretty uh, solid game. It's going to last for several years. 
because Fallout is just a very popular franchise anyway. Yeah, Fallout 4 got a lot of Fallout 4 got a lot of play and publicity and there was a lot of people that played it, man. I mean, especially once the uh once they they were able to do mods and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh it, yeah. It, it got a lot of a lot of playtime. That's one thing I'm interested in in this is the when you talk about mods, is that is a big part of the Fallout games of the community the reason they've been able to keep a large community playing the games is because of mods. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if what the what kind of mods is actually going to be available for this. It can't be anything too crazy because of it being an MMO. Yeah, right. they probably have some kind of anti-cheat built in. Yeah, so I don't know if it'll have... It'll probably have more of like... I'm sure they'll allow visual I think what I've read was mods. supposed to be a mod shop. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure if it's going to be in the game or not. So. Yeah, I don't either. I, haven't, I didn't see much on that right yet. So well, I guess we'll find out more as people start playing the beta in a, in a few uh, weeks. Because right now, we're this episode comes out on the 27th of September. And the rumored release of the beta is on the 8th of October. So it's 11 days or so. Maybe 12 days. Mm-hmm. after this podcast release so we'll see we'll, we'll see how it turns out and what people are reporting from the beta and oh excuse me <laughs> one of those people may be me because i'm probably going to pre-order this <laughs> pretty soon so hopefully that'll be happening and i know all three of us are definitely going to have this game on pc ain't that right bros this is true yep so we're going to have some videos of this on our YouTube channel, by the way, guys. So check it out whenever. We'll let, Trust me, we'll let you know when stuff like this hits. But we'll probably do some live streams, all three of us together. That'd be fun. Yeah, uh, that'd be pretty cool. Us playing Fallout 76. All right. Well, you guys have anything else to add about this topic? I did not. Nope. I believe we've covered it. So wait. Yep. I believe we've covered it, too. So now let's talk about... The games that we will be covering next episode. Um, I've got retro, so I'll go first. I will be talking about a game that I love. It is from LucasArts. Uh, it was in the 90s, it was a point-and-click adventure. And it is called The Dig. And oh, yeah. it is amazing. It's got a wonderful story. And it's just one of my favorite games ever. I really love it. Yeah, that was a great game. And... So some of you guys may never have heard of it. You may not even have heard of Lucas Arts. I don't know, <laughs> but they made it. It's yeah. a great point and point click adventure. So I'm excited to talk I don't, about that. I, I don't know, man. If anybody's been paying attention to movies and crap lately, the Lucas Art Lucas Arts got talked about in the last five or six years. Pretty good. <laughs> sometimes it was good. Sometimes it was bad. People gripping whether they sold it to the right people or not, you know, stuff like that. Oh, this yeah. is very true because they just making some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that, was a, it was a story. Okay, let's make a movie about. Let's make a movie about that. And a present day game will be what? Zach, you have that topic. So what we got? Um, he does what a spider pig does. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's Spider Man. For the PlayStation uh, exclusive. 
Oh, yes. Very sexy game. I watched you play a little bit and definitely yes. liked what I was seeing. Wonderful game. And Scott, you have future game. And what is your future game going to be? Um, Future game. That's going to be the next Assassin's Creed. I believe the subtitle on that one is Odyssey. Is that right? Yeah, that's it is right. Odyssey. That is true. Yeah, I'm going to do some research and see what I can find out about it. Hopefully it's a good rework on the controls and everything. That'd be sick. It looks oh, yeah. pretty cool. It looks it's it's a lot like Skyrim RPG and everything like that. So it's a definitely a different uh, direction for an Assassin's Creed game. It looks awesome. The trailers look cool. All right. So we've got that covered, guys. So that, that's what you can look forward to for our next episode. And while you're waiting for another episode, check us out on our social media stuff. And we'll let Zach go first. Tell them where they can find you on social media, bro. YouTube, Genova Destro. Twitch, Genova Destro. Twitter, at Genova Destro. That's pretty much it. Come by there. <laughs> Talk to me. I'll reply, I promise. He will say hello. And Scott, where can we find you out there, bro? I am on the YouTubes at the Games of Death. Death is spelled D-E-T-H. And it was a little play on words with the uh, the title of an old Bruce Lee film, Game of Death. Awesome. Yeah, I thought that was pretty fun. Um, and I'm also on Twitter at DeathDealer3. All right. Well, guys, go check them out. If you can find all these awesome links that we're calling out down in the description of this podcast. Mine, YouTube, Bang Bang Potato. And then you got... Twitter account is at bangbangpotato1, so check me out there. And you also can find our Horton Grimm things. Go to hortonbrothersgrimm.com to find our website. There's a list all these podcast episodes that you could catch up on if you haven't listened to them all. And you can also contact us on Twitter at Horton Grimm. I am on there all the time, so please hit me up over there on Twitter. Let us know what you want us to talk about. We would love to take suggestions on some games, so... Let us know. Talk to us. Give us feedback on what you think about our little show here. All right. Well, that will end this episode, episode number 12. And we will see you next time for episode 13. And this is the point of this episode where we will say goodbye. Aloha. Goodbye. Everybody have a good one. Peace.